the luck of the Irish is being packed and shipped to a little town in South Dakota whose luck may have just run out. Hello and welcome to uh, Bad Meaning Bad or Bad Meaning Good. I am your host, Chara, and I'm here with my co-host, Jay. And today we are going to be reviewing uh, the 1993 movie Leprechaun, uh, which is a horror comedy written and directed by filmmaker Mark Jones. And it stars Warwick Davis as Leprechaun. And if you're my age, you probably know him from Willow. And it also stars a pre-friends Jennifer Aniston in her film debut. Um, but before we dive into the movie, uh, Jay, why don't you tell the people what you've been up to? Uh, I mean, I'm Jay. Uh, I have my own podcast, uh, the Jay Movie Talk podcast, which is a part of the TV Zone podcast network um, and everything. And I talk a lot of movies over there um right now i myself is on a little bit of a hiatus for the month of october i got some people doing some takeover episodes uh as the halloween series is actually being covered on my podcast right now and when i come back in november i'm going to be going into the rocky franchise and that's going to end the year and then in january i'm dedicating the entire month to the screen franchise because of the fact that the new Scream, Scream 5 is coming out in January. And of course, uh, for people who listen to Jeff and all of his podcasts, they've heard me on a few of these uh, bad, meaning bad, bad, meaning good episodes, along with him and Chanel, um, as well as myself and Derek, when it was my month where we did DC Cap. So that's pretty much what I got going. Cool, cool. Um, I have my own podcast as well. It's Recap Madness podcast. And uh, we just wrapped our second season where we uh, recapped season one and season two of Motherland Fort Salem. So um, we're also on a bit of a hiatus right now, uh, but we'll be back in December for kind of a mini season uh, where we'll be covering uh, the last season of The Expanse. And then uh, we'll be back whenever Motherland Fort Salem season three premieres. That will be our official season three of the podcast. So 
that's pretty much what I have going on right now. Um, but let's get into Leprechaun. Uh, it's it's October, so I had to choose something that that fit the theme of Spooky Month. Um, so Leprechaun begins with a man named Dan O'Grady, and he's pulling back up to his house in a limo, and he's drunk. Um, he goes up to his wife and tells her, like, say goodbye to our dump of a house because we're rich now. And he tells her that he was able to steal some gold from a leprechaun while he was in Ireland. He was supposed to be there to bury his mother, but apparently he was harassing leprechauns and stealing gold. <laughs> but no, you have to you have to say it the way he said it though. Where he was like, <laughs> but that's that's your that's your mother's ashes. This is not me mother. This is gold. I got gold. I got it from a leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, off topic, but everybody should go rewatch the Alabama Leprechaun video on YouTube. Trust me on this one. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> it's very fitting for this movie. Um, but his wife is like pretty much like, shut up, you're drunk. I don't believe you. Um, but the gold is real. He has an urn full of gold, <laughs> which would never make it through customs. But okay. Right? It's like, I, it, there, there's a, okay, there's a lot of holes in this whole opening. <laughs> you know, see, like, how did he get back to America with this gold? And also, to how was it? Well, how was he able to get the drop on the leprechaun to even get his gold? Was the leprechaun drunk or something? He just and he just like slipped away with the gold. That's the story I want to know. They made a million sequels to this, but did not make the prequel to let me know how he got this gold from this leprechaun. Yeah, see, these these are the questions that we need answered. <laughs> with, with some stuff. We need a prequel of a young old Grady going to Ireland and coming across the Leprechaun and being able to slip away in the night, I guess, and get back to America. But, I mean, we know what happens. So. Yeah, I, I have a million questions about this. Like, where did you get a spare urn? <laughs> like, that's no, right. <laughs> Probably stole it. Yeah. How did you get through customs? Like, granted, airport security was more lax in the 90s than it is now, but still, I don't remember it being this relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> but his wife's just like, whatever, you're making up stories. She goes inside and starts making tea while he's doing whatever he's doing with the gold. Um, and while she's inside, she starts to hear a child's voice singing Mary Had a Little Lamb. And she follows the sound of the voice to her husband's suitcase. And for some unknown reason, like she's never seen a horror movie in her life, unlocks the suitcase. <laughs> and it's not a child. It's the leprechaun. <laughs> okay, so... Did O'Grady put him in this suitcase or did the leprechaun just hide in this suitcase? It's just unanswered questions this whole movie. 
<laughs> because, and, and if I was the wife, I, if I heard this, I wouldn't have opened that. I would have went and found O'Grady, but like, what is that in the suitcase? What is it? But she goes over there and opens it. You know, it's like, I can't breathe. It's like, what? <laughs> well, that's your problem. You can't breathe. I don't know yeah. what you are. Nothing good has ever come from following a disembodied voice of a child. Like, you don't have any kids. <laughs> so why would you follow the voice? Like, every horror movie ever says, if there's a random child's voice, go the other way. <laughs> exactly. Especially, especially with movies like this because th- this scene it, it reminded me a little bit of uh evil dead 2 when um ash and the rest of the people are in the cabin and the girl's mother even though she's a demon at this point she's in the cellar and then she she's the demon but then she turns into what she normally looks like and she starts singing the song and everything and, it, and this scene kind of reminded me a little bit of that in a way yeah, yeah, I remember that scene. Yeah, it's pretty similar. But yeah, I don't I don't trust children in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> well, some you shouldn't. So I have a lot of little cousins. I don't trust not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't I don't have a, a lot of little cousins, but just some kids in general, you can just see like, yeah, they're they're up to no good, pretty much. <laughs> like, I don't know, is this is this like Damien or something? You know, the little kid from the omens, like is that what this is? Or Junior from Problem Child? <laughs> the children of the corn situation happening. Uh, yeah, like... right. <laughs> oh, All of my little cousins are under 10, and I would drop kick every one of them if I had to. <laughs> Which, yeah, there, okay, There, there's a scene later on in this movie that I felt like, yeah, I think Leprechaun should have got drop kicked, when, but, but I'll save it for when we get to that scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, she unlocks the suitcase, like, full, and it's the Leprechaun, and he wants his gold back, of course, because that's his only motivation in life, is having this gold. Um, so he startles her and she ends up falling down the basement stairs to her death. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and the Leprechaun makes a joke <laughs> about that. <laughs> like, she should have watched her step. You know, it's like, <laughs> like, you backed her into the damn dark staircase, but okay. Because, I mean, Leprechaun, he cracks jokes. That's, that's what we're going to get a lot of in this movie. He cra- he's cracking jokes. So. Yes, there are a lot of Leprechaun jokes in this. Um, but O'Grady returns, and he finds the Leprechaun there. He's, like, ready for him. He goes to get um, a four-leaf clover and a gun. Like, why he had a drawer, like, a a four-leaf clover just locked and loaded in the drawer waiting for this situation. I don't know. Like, he just got home, so you just had a four-leaf clover in the drawer just in case you ran into a leprechaun in Ireland. I mean, because he knew he he was going to be up to no good. (laughs) He he knew he was up to no good. So, I guess he was like, well, maybe I just need to be prepared just in case. You never know. 
See, that would make it. They could do like an Ocean's Twelve style prequel on this. <laughs> so he was already prepared. We he went to Ireland with the plan of robbing a leprechaun. <laughs> and you know what? Did did he go alone? That's the thing. Maybe, did he have an accomplice, and the accomplice might have got killed? You know, we don't know. We need that. If they're going to continue this franchise, I need a prequel. Look, if if they can do what they've they've done with the Halloween franchise, and we're, we're getting Scream Five, they could, if they really wanted to, they could do something that makes sense with Leprechaun. They really could. I don't know who's making Leprechaun these days, but if you're listening, we need a prequel. Um, so O'Grady gets his four leaf clover and the gun. And he starts shooting at the leprechaun, but I don't think this man has ever held a gun in his life because he is just missing left and right. <laughs> well, to be fair, he is drunk. So. <laughs> That's true. All right. I'll, I'll give him a pass on that one. He is drunk. And he's shooting what? Well, he's, well, he's shooting right handed. So I'm assuming he's right handed. So, yeah, I, I'll say he's drunk. So. We'll go with that. Um, But he ends up following the leprechaun down into the basement where he is finally able to hit him with a bullet. And he picks him up and puts him in a crate, nails it shut, and places the four-leaf clover on the top of the crate so the leprechaun can't get out. Which, like, if that's all it takes. (laughs) Just a four-leaf clover. I mean, it, it is his kryptonite, basically. So, yeah, I, I guess so. That's all it takes. His kryptonite, yeah. So while he has the leprechaun trapped in the crate, he starts to pour gasoline on it. But before he can set it on fire, he ends up having a stroke. Okay, so here's another question. Did the stroke come come along because of the stress of the situation, or did the leprechaun cause him to have the stroke? I feel like the leprechaun caused him to have the stroke because he was like he was talking trash while he was in the crate. Like, don't don't have a heart attack, don't have a stroke. Like, so I feel like he cursed him. Yeah, because even even when he like started, cause like oh, he's like ha ha ha, he started laughing like, how do you know what's going on exactly? So yeah, maybe he did. Yeah, so. but I feel like the leprechaun's not that bright either, because why would you curse him while you're nailed in the crate? <laughs> Just... Okay, so the leprechaun was drunk too, I guess. <laughs> So we then cut to 10 years later and there's a girl named Tori who is in North Dakota. That's where the house is for the summer with her father. And her dad is the person that now owns the O'Grady house and he's showing her around and they go down to the basement and she sees a tarantula crawling up the wall and that's it for Tori. She wants to go to a hotel. She's an L.A. girl. She's not having this. Okay, so, <laughs> it, it, you know, this is, even though she's Tori, but this is like, this is Rachel from Friends before <laughs> she got to New York. 
One hundred percent. Yes. That's basically what this is. Because she's like, oh, this this house. Like, what is this? Why am I? And I'm in the country, and you know, there's no good signals. Like, and then she says, I don't know if you caught the line when she tells her dad. She's like, so this is what our like a, a poor neighbor that we're visiting before we go to the real house it's like <laughs> Jesus like really like <laughs> you just talking trash about this place it's like calm down Tori's not into it at all <laughs> she's definitely not although she was a little calm for seeing a tarantula for me like she was just standing there watching it like mm. <laughs> yeah the tarantula can have the house at this point like I'm, I'm out Oh. Yeah, I mean, she, the look, the tarantula, I think, is scarier than the damn leprechaun. But <laughs> Right. Like, it's the tarantula's house now. I'm gone. But she decides that she wants to go to a hotel, runs out of the house, and on her way out, um, she literally runs into a guy uh, named Nathan, and he's helping to fix the place up. Um, and she accidentally knocks his paint thinner out of his hand. Knocks it out of his hand and doesn't say that I'm sorry. Just starts <laughs> just starts handing him $20 bills. Oh, this will this will be fine. But he's looking like, are you serious? Like, you just trying to like, you're not even going to say you're sorry for not. And she just listen. She thinks about it. I was like, eh, you ain't worth it. <laughs> Let me get out of here. <laughs> Like, Jesus, this is terrible. No, just throw some money at it. That'll fix right. it. Because even, you know, because even the dad earlier says that something about the whole thing about uh, her thing about money, like money doesn't, you know, get you everything that you want. And literally minutes later, that's a prime example of it. It's like, you couldn't even say that you're sorry for knocking this man paint thin out of his hands, but you just throw some money at him and you can't say sorry. You're just like, ah, it is what it is. Just keep it moving. Right. So that's that's our first glimpse at Tori. So that tells us a lot about her character and how she is. Um, but Nathan is there with two other people, uh, his little brother, Alex, and a guy named Ozzy, who we learn from the very beginning is clearly like the town idiot. Uh, Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oh my God. You know, I have a lot of thoughts about us and you know, I, it, it makes me wonder that, that the writers, that they kind of say, you know what, let's, let's do our, our own version of, of mice and men. And he's basically the Lenny character because mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's the relationship I get with him and Alex, because it's like, why not just make all three of them brothers? Why, why does Ozzy have to be the friend and he's always hanging around with the little kid? Just make them all three brothers. That would have yeah. made more sense. To me, at least, I guess. Yeah, no, that would have made more sense. But, you know, we're 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 suspending all sense for this movie. Because you have to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> one, 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 look, once we see the leprechaun, yeah, all, you know, just, you know, con, you know, Making sense of this whole movie goes out the window once we see the leprechaun. So right. we're like ten minutes in, there's already a leprechaun in a crate. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's where we are. 
Um, so even though they have a little conflict in the beginning with Tori knocking his paint thinner out of his hand and not saying sorry, Nathan is clearly enough to make Tori stay. So she goes back in the house, decides she's going to stay, goes upstairs to change into some shorts and a tank top and her finest high top LA gears because 1993. Um, yeah. <laughs> and she decides to take Nathan a little peace offering. She gets some drinks and uh, goes down to the basement and decides she's going to make a peace offering, but a tarp falls on her head, frightens her. She ends up dropping the drinks in the whole tray. And for some reason, they segue into a conversation about Mr. O'Grady. And Nathan starts telling her that the man that owned the place before her dad was weird. And um, then he suggests that they open the crate to see what O'Grady had in there, which, like, what a segue. (laughs) You just go from, oh, sorry, you dropped your drinks. How about we open this crate, though? (laughs) Okay. So. All right, so when she, when the tarp falls down on her, it cuts to inside the creek where the leprechaun wakes up. So I'm like, has he been asleep for all these for ten years? <laughs> like he just been <laughs> asleep this whole time? Because he it's like he wakes up, go huh? You know, like, like what's going on? <laughs> like where am I? <laughs> That's the look he has on his face. I'm like, what what is happening right now? <laughs> he, he's been sleeping in his crate for ten years. Is that what's going on? I guess that's the, and I guess the house just sat empty for 10 years, which is weird, but that's where we are with that. Um, but they, Nathan wants to open the crate, see what O'Grady had in there. Um, but before they can open it, they hear Ozzy scream upstairs. So they run up there to see uh, what's going on. And when they walk out, they found find him covered in blue paint. Yeah, because we find out that Alex is a little devil of a child because apparently <laughs> apparently he was supposed to be holding the ladder while Ozzy was painting. I guess he moved it and the paint splashed all over Ozzy. He just found that to be hilarious. So Alex is is no good is a no look no good little kid. Yeah, but I have a, I have another important question about this scene. Um, what is this color scheme that they're painting this house in? <laughs> um, any and every color they can find, I guess, to, to make it not look like a piece of trash house. I guess that that paint job it's really not helping their cause, like loud blue paint and red shutters and they haven't even like they're not even doing a good job of painting it so I really hope they are not getting paid for this job <laughs> I mean the the only one who seemed like they knew what the hell they was doing was, was Nathan you know so he, you know what <laughs> that's probably why he had the paint thinner he had to, to he's probably trying <laughs> to take off the paint that they were putting on it's like what are you guys doing <laughs> Like the house needs to be a normal color, not this outlandish blue, whatever y'all trying to do here. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna have to go back and do this over again. So let me just stock up on my paint thinner. 
yeah, it's, it's the most hideous paint job I've ever seen on a house. Yeah, and, and and I've actually seen some terribly painted houses. So, but this house just is like, <laughs> ew, like what are y'all doing? I don't know what they were thinking with that one. Um, but Ozzy goes inside to clean up, and once again we get this disembodied child's voice singing "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" this time, and. Of course, Ozzy, being Ozzy, he follows the sound. Even though he hasn't seen any children in the house other than Alex, and we know it's not Alex, he was still outside. Uh, and the ch- it, it calls him down to the basement, and the child starts begging to be let out of this crate. And in the process of trying to figure out what's going on, Ozzy accidentally knocks the four-leaf clover off of the top of the crate, which allows the leprechaun to escape after 10 years of being trapped. Okay, so why does the leprechaun burst up out of this crate like he's the Kool-Aid man? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, really? Burst? And and Ozzy, I mean, he kind of does have a natural reaction and it's like, oh shit, what is that? Like, what, what the heck is this? Like, <laughs> where'd you come from type of thing? Because I, I probably have the same reaction. Like, what the hell is that? Like, wait a minute, you been chilling down here in this crate all this time? Like, what the heck? But, but Leprechaun, just, he, he, he's a damn menace. Um, <laughs> but it's funny, like, how they introduce him because even I say even going back to the beginning, like how he's shown, at least in the beginning, he's shown like you don't fully see him. You know, it's like the quick glances of him. It's not until this part of the movie is like when you really like see him. And he's still cracking jokes. So even though he's been asleep for 10 years, he's cracking jokes. And why is he in such of a rush to polish this man's shoes? (laughs) <laughs> he had a lot of years to work on the comedy routine and he has not polished shoes in years <laughs> it's the first shoes he's seen in 10 years so he had to get back to work I, I guess <laughs> you, you, I, so basically what you said in those 10 years in the creek he was thinking about polishing shoes and working on his uh, comedy routine exactly you know polishing shoes is his passion so well when he's not pawning all over his gold polishing shoes looking for the gold that's his life in a nutshell yeah but of course like once he polishes this man's shoes really quick his second thought is where's my gold of course because he I mean, we find out I mean, later on that that's where he draw his power from. But yeah, he, he's, he's heated. Like, where my money at? Basically, <laughs> that's how you're like, where's my money? Right. Uh, Ozzy, of course, doesn't know because he had nothing to do with the gold being taken in the first place. He has no idea. And the leprechaun tries to attack him, but he manages to escape and get back upstairs. He 
tries to tell everyone what's going on, but of course nobody believes him because who would? There's a leprechaun in the basement. Okay, whatever. Um, but they all they they humor him and go down to the basement to check it out, but the leprechaun isn't there anymore. And they look around, they do hear some noises, look around, but the only thing they find is a rat. It, it, you know, the fact that, okay, clearly Ozzy makes up a lot of stuff. We, we, we find that out through the course of the movie that Ozzy just comes up with tales about stuff. So no one believes him. Nathan, he's like, all right, I'm gonna go check out the basement, you know, just to, you know, you know, I'm gonna go check it out to see what's down there. And he, he kind of poking fun at Ozzy because he picks up this, this reedy looking stick. Like, that's, he's like, you're gonna need something bigger than that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but the one thing that stood out about that whole sequence to me was, okay, we know how Nathan and Tori first interaction goes why at this particular point this early on in the movie it's almost like they're they have a thing going on and because she's like oh well, i'm gonna go to you know just in case it's like aren't you the same person that was ready to get the hell out of there <laughs> because you saw a big tarantula in the, in the basement now you want to go down there because nathan is going down there right well okay yeah, they definitely rushed that pairing. Well, I mean, I have a theory um, about so I, I feel like I feel like there was some rewrites going on because the relationship between her and her dad almost doesn't seem like a father daughter. It's almost like an older guy with his young wife type of a situation. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like they it started out as that, but then they switched it to the father daughter, but they left a, a few like remnants of the whole older husband, young wife stuff in there because the way they interact is like, uh, are we sure they're father and daughter? <laughs> are we sure? Yeah, I could see that. That 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 would explain a lot about how this goes. And plus two, he he just randomly disappears. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, they they did not explain where he went. He's just not there. Yeah. It just suddenly becomes about Tori and Nathan, and he's just gone. Yes. Yeah, so like I said, this, <laughs> this movie has a <laughs> lot of questions. <laughs> So many. <laughs> so they don't find the leprechaun in the basement, of course, because you don't want to blow that plot point this early in the movie. Um, but they go back outside and Ozzy sees a rainbow. So he's like, let's go see what's at the end of the rainbow. And he runs off. Alex follows him. They follow this rainbow and find that it ends at this old rusted out truck on the property. And they check it out, um, open the doors, look around. They find at first a single gold coin. They fight over that. And then the whole bag with the rest of the gold suddenly appears behind one of the seats. 
And Ozzy gets this bright idea to check to see if one of the, the coins are real by biting the coin. And somehow he ends up swallowing this giant coin. Like, how? <laughs> and, and and what what does Alex say? Great, great job, Jaws. Like, <laughs> like, like what do you do? Like, yeah, okay, how? Okay, we we have all bitten something, and we don't swallow it. So when he put the whole thing in his mouth to bite it, like you just <laughs> like right. really, like what are you doing? Because this is not like a coin the size of a dime. Like if it was small, I would have been like, okay, I can see how you might accidentally swallow it. But this thing is like half dollar size. Yeah, it's like it's like what are you doing? Like how do you? It, it, even if it was that small, you don't, t- you never take your hand off it. You just put it in your mouth and you bite it and keep your hand on it. Like, what are you? But then again, I mean, Ozzy was not the smartest guy in the world. So, yeah, Ozzy just did. I, I don't know what his method was of biting this coin. Like, did you think you were going to chew it like a piece of gum? Like, what was happening here? <laughs> he probably did think that. <laughs> but that happens. And back at the house, um, Nathan and Tori are continuing with the worst paint job ever. Um, Tori goes over to the truck to try to get some more paint. And for some reason, even though she was just talking to Nathan, she thinks that Nathan is under the truck rubbing her leg. Mm. So, okay. Why would she think that he would crawl under the truck to start rubbing her leg? Like, <laughs> like, I'm I'm pretty sure Nathan probably been like, if he wanted to rub her leg, he probably would have said, "Hey, can I rub your leg?" or something like that. I don't <laughs> think he would crawl underneath the truck to do it. Right, like, hey, that's weird. <laughs> so, like. Right? That would just be weird. But B, you also just turned around from talking to him. So when would he have had time to go crawl under a truck? Like I say, the the characters in this decisions. (laughs) (laughs) They 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 don't think. They they just I I don't know that because okay he's he's painting the house. Why would he stop painting the house? Oh, she's going to the truck. Let me run around over here. Let me slide underneath the truck and let me just start rubbing on her leg. (laughs) What? Just makes no sense. But she figures out it's not him because she turns around and sees him standing behind her where she left him. So she freaks out about that and the leprechaun course because that's who was actually under the truck um scratches her leg and she screams and then her dad who has been off doing who knows what because we haven't seen him in like four scenes uh he comes running over to see what's going on and she's saying um it was a person under there and her her dad and nathan are like no it must have been an animal it's a possum or something It, it had to be an animal um, so they start to hear a cat 
and the cat sounds hurt. So her dad goes over to a hole in the tree and like in all this wide open space, you assume that this cat that you think is hurt is in a hole in a tree. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. Before that, that whole interaction and see, this is, this is what I was referring to earlier about the whole, um, the father daughter really be a husband and wife thing, because when she says, (laughs) I know what it feels. I know what it feels like to have a man to caress my leg. And the look that he give her, he's like, "You do?" Like, <laughs> like what? Because <laughs> like, well, I thought it was Nathan rubbing my leg. And he was like, "You would let me?" It's like, like y'all are not focused on the on the real <laughs> issue here. That something literally scratched her. Y'all, it's like they they focus on the wrong things in that scene. She's right. the only one trying to figure out what the hell was rubbing my leg. <laughs> Can we focus on the potential rabies <laughs> that is happening here? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, rabies or who knows what. I mean, <laughs> look at Leprechaun. He, he looked like he had gangrene in his face, but that's something. Well, that's another story. Something is going on with him. But <laughs> uh, Yeah, you get scratched by him. It's like, yeah, you <laughs> give me every type of, you know, shot that's, that I would need to cure this because I don't know where he's been. Clearly, his nails is just <laughs> grimy as all hell. So yeah, he hasn't uh, washed his hands in ten years. Like I need all the antibiotics. Well, do do, do he seem like the type to have washed his hands ever? <laughs> so, <laughs> and he's six hundred years old. So, has he ever washed his hands? <laughs> I, I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah. So. Yeah, she should. She should get that leg checked out immediately. Um, but for some unknown reason, her dad thinks this hurt cat is in a hole in a tree. So he goes and sticks his hand in there trying to get the cat out, which is always a bad idea. Like, if this cat was hurt, why would you stick your hand in there? You know, I don't know how many times in movies we see this. Where it's so- Let me put my hand in this dark place where I can't see and let me feel around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I, I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. But but we see this a lot in these type of movies. <laughs> so and we know on. who does it. And it's not yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look. Mike, Mike Epps has a line in All About the Benjamins that, <laughs> that talks about this very thing. I'm not putting my hand in there. Like, and he could see oh. it to that fish tank. And he said he ain't putting his hand in there. But no, let me put my hand in this dark place that I don't know what's in here. I'm going to put my hand in the tree where I can't see to try to get the cat that just scratched my daughter. (laughs) But it's okay. I'm going to get the cat. Yeah. So he does that. And of course, uh, it does not go well for him. Uh, It's the leprechaun. It's not a cat. And Leprechaun bites her dad's hand. Oh, oh, what a shock. He gets bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We weren't expecting it at all. Mm. Who could have expected that to happen? <laughs> but Ozzy and Alex uh, come back right after that happens. And... Um, you know, Tori and Nathan, the bite's pretty bad, so they want to rush her dad to the hospital to get it checked out. Um, so they jump into the truck, and 
Ozzy and Alex go with them. And when they take off in the truck, the leprechaun runs and gets a tricycle and pedals off behind them. See, see, this is that disbelief thing. <laughs> because there is no way in hell. I don't care if he has special powers or not. There's no way in hell. He could keep up with this truck riding on this tricycle. No way. Like where did he where did he even get a tricycle? These people, the O'Grady's didn't even have any kids. Exactly. So where did this tricycle come from? See, let's see. I guess this is I guess this is the writers like, yeah, you know it'd be funny. Have him on a tricycle, you know, because because he's small. So let's put him <laughs> on a tricycle. That that that's what it seemed like. Cause there, there's a few jokes like this throughout this movie <laughs> yep. with him in something that a child would do because oh he's three feet tall so let's 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 give him <laughs> this to play with so he manages to uh keep up with the truck because apparently this is the fastest tricycle ever um but tori and nathan they go to the hospital with her dad and while they're doing that alex and ozzy decide that they're going to take the gold coins they found to this pawn shop um, so they give one of the coins to the owner to evaluate. And he's like, you know, it might be worth $500 if it's solid gold. Um, and if it has historical value, you know, it could be worth more than that. He asks them if he can keep the coin overnight. And uh, they agree to come back in the morning. So they take off. And when they leave, he tries to... You know, he's looking up the coin in a book to try to figure out, you know, what the value of it is. And he starts to hear this bicycle bell. And for some reason, nobody ever, they hear these strange sounds and they know they there's no bicycle in the shop. Like, you know that. <laughs> so. Okay, so. First thing. Did this guy seem like he was trustworthy or was he going to really possibly steal this thing to try to keep it for himself? Because I've always got that feeling. Yeah, they were 100% going to get robbed. Yeah, so. He was not legit at all. But he hears this bicycle bell. He kind of looks around, doesn't see anyone, dismisses it. Goes to put the coin in the safe. And while he's trying to open the safe, he hears the bell again. And then a, a tricycle rolls across the floor. And again, he's just not really concerned, even though he knows there was no tricycle in the shop. And like, how would it have just randomly rolled across the floor, even if you had one? Once again, characters that don't think. <laughs> They they don't think rational thoughts in this movie. No, not at all. It's like everybody is just real unconcerned with all of these things that are happening. They're like, oh, no big deal. So for some reason, he's still calm, even though he knows like he's in this store alone. There's no one else there. Tricycle just randomly rolls across the floor. 
he's like, whatever, still calm. And he goes back to opening up the safe. And when he gets it open, of course, there's there's our buddy, the leprechaun. He is somehow gotten into the safe and jumps out. Talking about he wants his gold coin. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my money? (laughs) So he attacks this guy, bites his arm and goes to get a pogo stick (laughs) and just weapon of choice he kills this guy by jumping on him with a pogo stick this dude okay this dude had plenty enough time to move (laughs) but he (laughs) lays there leprechaun literally goes to the other side of the room to get this pogo stick and hops back over to him Right, like he said, like, he even said, like, "Hang on a second, and went and got the pogo stick and hopped back over there, and you didn't move. So, 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 do I feel bad for this uh, pawn shop owner getting killed? No, I don't, because he could have avoided the whole situation. Put your hands up, you know, flip the pogo stickers, do something, <laughs> like you know." It, no, let me just lay here and just yell no as he comes and jumps all on top of me. Okay. Yeah. You know how mad I would be if I got killed by a pogo stick? <laughs> like, <laughs> just no way. <laughs> <sighs> but once again, hey, he's three feet tall. Let's give him something that a child would play with. As a as a weapon of choice, so and sticking with the theme of like small items, there's a toy car in the shop. So so he upgrades his ride, leaves the tricycle behind, and gets this toy car instead. <laughs> like what's this Grand Theft Auto? Like, like, yeah, let me let me dump this car off and let me grab this new better car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so while that's going on in the shop and conveniently nobody hears any of that, uh, Tori and Nathan are in a diner waiting for Ozzy and Alex to come meet them. And uh, we find out that her father is going to be kept in the hospital overnight for observation. So we know he is like no longer important to this story. So they're just getting him out of the way. Um, yeah, because that's the that's the last time we see him. Yeah, <laughs> when they, the last time last time we see him when they take him to the hospital. That's it. Yeah, that's it. He's in the hospital now. We don't have to be concerned ourselves with him anymore. He's out of this from from here on out. And so while they're in the diner waiting for Alice and Alex, uh, we see the leprechaun is now in his new ride, speeding down the road, and he gets pulled over by a cop. So, of course, this cop is like, okay, this is some kind of kid, but like, who gives their kid a car that goes that fast? Okay, wh- where did he get this car from? He got it from Dominic Toretto. Is, is, is that what it, <laughs> is, is? Is this a Fast and Furious, you know, supercharged uh, toy car? Is that what this is? Because yeah, 
a kid riding on the street at night in this souped up toy car. Okay. Exactly. Although, you know, I wouldn't mind the, the fast franchise Leprechaun cl- crossover. <laughs> He's going to fly a car <laughs> off of a cliff. <laughs> I mean, we don't... We don't have too many other places to go with the Fast franchise at this point, so they can go ahead and like just cross over with Leprechaun. <laughs> so, so, so basically, okay. So we go, we go, we go make up our own Fast, Fast and Furious slash Leprechaun. So basically, the way the way these franchises merge is because Roman, good old Tyrese, he comes across the Leprechaun gold, steals it, he tells Tej. They try to keep it a secret, and then some way, somehow, Dom gets involved in it. And next thing you know, we get some backstory that Dominic's uh, family has been feuding with the Leprechaun some type of way because you know everything comes back to Dom anyway. So yeah, they got a they got a fight with him, and yeah, calamity ensues. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually watch this movie. I, actually I would. would. I would. Like, I'm not gonna pretend like I don't watch every fast franchise movie. Like I don't care what they do, I'm watching it. So. At, at this point, you know what? At this point, it really has become that exactly thing. It's like it doesn't matter what they do, I'm gonna watch them. Yeah, the laws of physics don't exist there anyway. Like, cause they, I mean, they going back to fast, fast now, real quick. They Tej and Roman should have died. Going into space in that car. They should have died. Like everybody in that movie should be dead. Like well, 10 I mean, times over. But just going into space in that car, like yeah. they should have they should have died. And they don't show how to get back. So it's like <laughs> okay. But yeah. And then Letty was supposed to be dead, wasn't, and then should have been dead again when Dom caught her on the on the car when she fell off that bridge. <laughs> you know what? Every, everyone, all of these characters should be. Are we sure these characters aren't really dead and they just in some weird purgatory somewhere? <laughs> I mean, it might be at this point. <laughs> Say, it's like it's like Twin Peaks. There, there's some weird simulation or something. I don't know. They have done some things that real people cannot live through. So, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but back to the leprechaun in his his supercharged toy car. Of course, this cop thinks that this is a kid in a mask. But the leprechaun decides he's going to just teach him a lesson and try to rip his face off. Yeah, are you wearing a mask? Are you saying my face is a mask? Let me see if you got a mask on. But at that point, the cop knows, like, okay, I need to get out of this situation. Um, he takes off running, and Leprechaun chases after him. So they have this this long chase scene in the woods, which, like... This man has to be like the most ineffective cop in the world. Like you, you let a leprechaun chase you in the woods, and then you just sat there. <laughs> Why does the leprechaun play hide and seek with this cop? That's basically what he's doing. 
<laughs> He's literally just, playing hide and seek with this cop. Just toying with him for no reason. Popping out from behind the tree laughing. And and we see that the leprechaun is bald because he takes his hat off and <laughs> he just him he basically has the Charlie Brown lineup because it's just a bunch of squiggly lines on his head. <laughs> but I, okay, as many times I've seen this movie, I've always I guess I never really paid attention like to how long this scene is because I'm like, they spend a lot of time <laughs> with this. It is like, so long. And there's no purpose to it. Like it it's doesn't really it doesn't drive the story forward at all. There's just like absolutely no purpose to this. Like I, I guess they just needed to give Leprechaun something to do. Here, you need to do something. <laughs> here, here's a victim. Yeah, you, you toy here, play with your food before you kill him, basically. Which he eventually does by snapping his neck. Yeah. But but once again. Another another character. Do we really feel sorry for when they get killed? No. Because yeah. he could have just kept running. He didn't have to yeah, stay there. Like, you just stood there and was like, please stop. Please stop. Leave me alone. Like, run. <laughs> and then you throw your baton. Like, what is that going to do? <laughs> you, you, you throw the baton and then you just stand out in the in the open. Just just wait to get got. So, eh. Yeah. Feel bad. Ah. No, he got what he got. Um, but after killing the cop, um, the leprechaun heads back to the house to look for the rest of his gold. And by that point, everyone uh, returns to the house to find it completely ransacked. Like he's run through this whole house, tore everything up. Like the house was already torn up, but you know, now it's even worse. And Oh, 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 don't forget, during the process of him ramsacking the house, he takes all of the shoes and he shines <laughs> all of the sh- all of the shoes <laughs> and leaves them on the table, nice and shiny. Yeah, the shoe thing is just so weird for me. <laughs> like what? That's that's almost like if some if someone breaks into your house, they ramsack the place, but also at the same time they clean up the kitchen. Me. Like, Let me wash your dishes. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? Like, what? The house is a mess, but at least they have shiny shoes now. Yeah. But, you know, Tori has had enough again. She's back to not wanting to be in this house, which I can't blame her at this point. Well, but then again, I mean, Tori been trying to leave since the beginning, but Nathan basically convinced her to stay. So, yeah. But now, not even Nathan is enough. She's like, no, I gotta, gotta get out of here. Yeah. I mean, but do you blame her? Like, some weird stuff is going on now. Some, some weird thing was was rubbing my leg, and all this, <laughs> my dad get bit on the hand. What's yeah. happening here? And things are about to get weirder for them. So they start to hear this bicycle bell. And of course, like as an audience, you think it's the leprechaun, but he ditched the tricycle. So it's not him. Um, It turns out it's just Ozzy. Ozzy has found a bicycle bell in the basement or whatever. Um, 
when they hear it again though they still think it's Ozzy playing with this bell and Tori's like can you stop it with the bell but when they go in the living room he's sitting there and the bell is sitting on the table so it's not him because they can clearly see he didn't have it in his hand you know I, I actually I actually like this scene because of how they set it up with him playing with the bell so mm-hmm. and then later on how it's like wait a minute Ooh, I still hear the bell so I, like I said this is one of the scenes that actually kind of stand out in a in a good way in this movie yeah because of how they kind of do that little deep fake so but they're trying to still trying to figure out what this where this bell is coming from so Nathan goes to check outside he gets a flashlight and starts looking around on the outside of the house I don't know why they would assume that it Whatever it is, is outside, but okay, I'm going to go with that. Um, He ends up tripping on something and falling and getting his leg caught in a bear trap. Why there's a bear trap there, I don't know. I mean, they are in the middle of nowhere, and they do reference bears a few times, so. That's true. But this bear trap was like real close to the house. Like, I don't want to trap the bear close to the house. Like, I want to trap it before it gets close to my house. But, or Leprechaun set it up. Yeah. That is a real possibility. Um, so, of course, now he's trapped in this bear trap. So, Leprechaun decides it's a good time to come out. <laughs> just, <laughs> just comes out swinging. <laughs> It comes out cracking jokes, really. <laughs> like this man got a bear trap around his leg, and he comes up cracking jokes. And okay, this scene always stands out because if you really pay attention to it, you see where the leprechaun goes from being three feet tall to like six feet tall, and <laughs> back to three <laughs> feet tall, and it's like. Why was a stunt man needed to jump around, uh, Nathan? I, I I never understood that. Still don't understand that, but it's clearly there and it's very noticeable <laughs> if you really if you really watch it. It's like, how does he go? How, how does he grow in height and then shrink? What is happening right now? And why couldn't they get a stunt person that was the same height? <laughs> right, like, but. I mean, yeah, the leprechaun, he's cracking jokes about it. he won his gold and everything. It was cool until he got too close to Nathan and Nathan just started beating the hell out of him <laughs> with that with that flashlight. <laughs> so they're fighting and, you know, everyone hears the commotion. So they come running out to see what's going on. And um, they try to help get Nathan out of the bear trap. And that's when they all realize that, like, this leprechaun is real. Because while they're trying to free him from this bear trap, the leprechaun continues, like, trying to attack. And they're all, like, grabbing anything they can to try to beat him off of Nathan. Um, And Ozzy runs inside to call the police for help. But... They don't believe his story because he's like, you know, there's a leprechaun attacking us and nobody is ever going to believe that. 
And that's when we also learn that Ozzy does this all the time. So he's always calling the cops with some story about aliens or whatever. So they have no reason to believe like this one time he's telling the truth. And see, okay, so I have this theory about Ozzy. Like, okay, is he really as, you know, mentally handicapped as he's <laughs> playing like he is? Or is he just someone who likes to just play pranks and the best way for him to you know, kind of get over on people is if, if he pretends because some of the stuff that he does in this movie is like, really? They really do? It's like, it's, it's like, really? Are you really doing some of this stuff? And, even, and you could tell Tori, she gets fed up with him. But <laughs> 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 he's like, did you call him? I was like, yeah, yeah, I called him. I told him. I told him that that the leprechaun the, the, the send the army, the navy, everybody. And she just looks, I'm like, are you serious? You you told them that it was a, well, sure, that's what it was, wasn't it? Like <laughs> just because we know that's what it is, you can't tell them that. Yeah, I see it if it if it's a prank and he's just trying to prank people, like that is some real dedication to the long game. Because, like, you look, you've seen uh, the usual suspects, right? Yeah. Okay, so Kaza Soze, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's who Ozzy Ozzy's Kaza Soze. <laughs> he's playing the long game. <laughs> this thing, you know, he goes to stand up, walk straight. Take this, um, take them overalls off and pull out a cigarette and then get into a car with somebody and drive off. That's that, that's what <laughs> that's what that's what that's what we didn't see. That was the the real ending of this movie. <laughs> but of course, you know, Tori knows like help is not coming because like nobody is going to believe this story about this leprechaun. So. They go back in the house and try to treat Nathan's leg with whatever they have on hand. And then they make a plan to try to get back to the truck so they can just take him to the hospital because, like, the ambulance is not coming. Um, So they manage to get him cleaned up and they make it to the truck and all pile in. But before they can pull off, the leprechaun comes back. And like just comes through the windshield. <laughs> like look, y'all not leaving. You're not leaving. Where my money at? I <laughs> want my money. No one leaves until I get my money. This <laughs> is basically his mentality. It's like y'all know where you think you're going. <laughs> but I want I want my money. I've I've waited for 10 years. I slept in a crate for 10 years. I want my money. Um he ends up busted through the windshield. He bites Ozzy's ear. And Tori uses the cigarette lighter in the car to um, burn him. And that kind of distracts him enough to get him off of the car. But in this scene, just doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> so the leprechaun gets off the car, goes running into the barn. And instead of them taking that moment to pull off, they're sitting there like, I wonder what he went in there for. 
again, these characters do not make sound decisions. <laughs> <laughs> We've been attacked by this leprechaun. Yeah, let's let's wait to see what he went into the to the barn for. Like Alex literally looks over there, like, I wonder what he's doing in there. <laughs> do you care? Yeah, just 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 drive. <laughs> like it doesn't <laughs> matter what he's doing. Oh, of course, they're sitting there, and that gives him enough time to come back out with a car that now has a pitchfork attached to the front. And he, like, revs up the engine and goes plowing into the side of the truck and flips the truck with a toy car. Okay. I I, I believe earlier in the movie he said that his powers are not at full strength because he doesn't have his gold. So how the hell was he able to do this? You, you flipped a truck with a toy car. I mean. But he doesn't but, have his gold. So how how is he able to, to he do He has that. Well, I guess he has that one piece he stole from the. Well, not stole. The piece he got from the pawn shop guy. Oh, okay. But that's. That's only one piece of gold, though, so I don't see how that's helping his cause, but... But this scene does, uh, like, that's a good example of how this could tie in with the Fast franchise, because this movie also does not respect the laws of physics. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it definitely does not. But he flips the truck, they all manage to get out, and he chases them back into the house. And before he can get in, they manage to slam the door on his hand. And it, it like, cuts his hand off. And then his hand, like, crawls up the side of the door to open the door. So he can reattach it. So, is... so Leprechaun is a mutant. <laughs> Is that is that what's happening here? He's a mutant. X Men crossover. <laughs> so okay, so, <laughs> so Leprechaun <laughs> is Leprechaun, Fast and Furious, and X Men exist yeah. in the same universe. Charles right. Xavier could work with that kind of power. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I guess there there's a mutant out there that has regenerating ability, but he's a bit of a problem. <laughs> what? This could work. <laughs> Oddly enough, it it actually could. Oddly enough, it actually could work. They're back in the house. Um, They try the phones again, but the landline still isn't working. But Tori, Tori remembers that she has ye old Motorola brick in her purse. And she manages to go get her cell phone and call for help before the battery dies. And the cops actually believe her because she didn't mention a leprechaun was trying to kill them. So... The sheriff um, 
does try to call a unit to get over there, but unfortunately for them, it is the cop that the leprechaun killed. And the sheriff thinks he's talking to his officer, but it's the leprechaun mimicking his voice. Yeah, so the leprechaun clearly has he's he's like the terminator. He can he can imitate anyone's voice. Cats, children, cops. <laughs> <laughs> O'Grady's wife. Yep, O'Grady's wife. Good lord. If he'd just give up on the gold, he'd had a have a good voiceover career going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you just go. You just go to Hollywood for auditions. You'll be fine. Right. You shine in shoes. You could be doing voiceovers. <laughs> he shines shoes. That that's his. That's his hustle. And so he makes it big. See, right. it's his side hustle. It's a side hustle. Leprechaun in Hollywood. See, that's <laughs> that's that's what we need. Because he went to Las Vegas. He just didn't make it to Hollywood. See. Next movie in the franchise, they can they can cover that. And that's how he runs into Dominic Seed. Right. right there, there you go. <laughs> right there. We we just we, we put everything together. That's the tie-in. That's it. He gets he gets to LA. He ends up running into to Dom and have this whole thing with them. Maybe they'll even get along at the end and he gets to come to the family cookout. <laughs> yeah, he, he just shows up. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, just like Jason Statham. <laughs> he, he, just, he just pulls up. Like, yeah, look, I I know I I know I I, uh, I was torturing you guys, but uh yeah. Here, here's a beer. What? <laughs> oh People go. People are gonna hear this like, how in the hell did y'all make this connection? <laughs> That's my talent. <laughs> I can connect anything to anything, like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, that's all we need now. Look, Kevin Bacon. That's who he, that. That is who he's having a beef with in Hollywood. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Bacon is who he's having a beef with. Yes, just like Ice T and you know in the first uh, Leprechaun in the Hood, Kevin Bacon is who he has the problem with <laughs> in Hollywood. Kevin Bacon stole his career because <laughs> he, he got the because <laughs> the ring come back into play. Kevin Bacon has the ring, so yeah, hey. this could work. It could Hollywood if you're listening. But while they were waiting for the cops to arrive, um, Ozzy ends up spilling the beans about the gold. And Tori makes Alex tell her where they hid it so they can just give it back to the leprechaun. She's like, let's, let's just give it back to him. Hopefully he'll leave us alone once he has his gold back. So Nathan wants to be the one to go after it, but he's too hurt. So Tori takes the rifle and goes to um, bring up the gold from where they've hidden it, which she finds out uh, Alex tells her they hid it in the well. So she goes to try to bring it up from the well and just as she gets it up to the top, here comes the leprechaun. 
<laughs> he literally appears out of nowhere. Just pops up out of nowhere. Um, so she's like, cool, here's your gold. <laughs> like, here you go. Leave us alone. Okay. She gives him the gold. And then he starts singing and dancing. <laughs> it smells like me gold. It looks like me gold. It's like, like what is that? Okay, <laughs> he's doing all this dancing and singing crap. And you just going to stand there and watch him. And then he even kisses her on the cheek. Yeah, I wouldn't even suck around for that little poem. <laughs> like, mm-mm. He would have been drop kicked and thrown down in the well right then and there. But right, like here's your gold. I'm out. But eventually, she ends up going back to the house, and she thinks it's over. But the leprechaun is sitting out there counting each coin, and taking forever. Like, so he realizes that he only has 99 and not 100. So he's short a coin. He gets pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he gets pissed. It's, you know, that's one thing about these movies that always make me laugh is like how he can go from zero to 100 <laughs> like real quick. Yeah. Because he, he's singing and just having a good time counting it. But then when he gets to 99, wait a minute. <laughs> where, where is. <laughs> Oh, he gets pissed because good old Ozzy, you know, swallowed one Ugh. piece. So, yeah, Leprechaun is turned up to 11. He, he just pops out of the freezer while Alex is trying to get some ice for Ozzy's ear. And they end up like chasing him around the house. He's popping out of cabinets, like, just like whack a mole in there. <laughs> you notice that, that the end of this movie, like with them in the house, turn it goes from being a, you know, a horror movie to, you know, on the outside, but it turns into like a home invasion movie <laughs> because <laughs> Leprechaun is basically invading the house. <laughs> they just can't get rid of him at all. Like we He's gave you out. what you wanted. Like why are you still here? He's like the guest that won't leave. Like <laughs> get out. <laughs> like, literally night- get out of here. <laughs> You have 99 pieces of gold. Just go. I need, he need the full 100. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So they're chasing him around the house. Nathan manages to shoot him. And they think he's dead. But, of course, he is not. He pops back up and runs off again. Um, so Nathan's just shooting at him repeatedly while he's, like, rolling back and forth on a skateboard. <laughs> just again, <laughs> again. Hey, a child plays with a skateboard. <laughs> Here's something else for him to play with. So somehow the O'Grady's, who were old, <laughs> had a skateboard and a tricycle, just on hand in the house. Oh well, let's let's not forget the. Uh, well, I mean, we're gonna get to that, but but also the skates. Mm. Like like. <laughs> What the hell were they? They were collecting all this stuff. Like, like what were they doing? I feel like there's a darker plot here where they were kidnapping children. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Why else would they have all this stuff? 
Uh, okay, so now the movie even takes a darker turn. Uh. There's some bodies at the bottom of that well. Oh no! So, so the leprechaun was actually doing good by getting rid of old Grady <laughs> and his wife. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna go with because they left way too many plot holes in this movie. Just uh, making up my own now. That's that, that's <laughs> the reason why old Grady had his baggy suit and uh, <laughs> oh no. Uh, now there's a, yeah, uh, there's a darker plot to this now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm. Okay. But, you know, Nathan's just shooting at the leprechaun while he's rolling back and forth on the skateboard and wasting bullets for no reason because you're hitting nothing. I mean, you you shot him twice already because he, he shot him once outside when when Alex runs out and literally falls on the shotgun. How he didn't shoot himself, I don't know. But And we gave it to him and he shot him into the bushes. So he shot him outside. He didn't die. He shot him inside the house. He didn't die. Why are you still shooting him? Right. Like, at this point, we should know shooting him does not work. Yeah. So, Tori's just, like, sitting on the floor, just confused about why he's even still after them when she gave him back the bag of gold. Um, And that's when Ozzy says he thinks that the leprechaun wants the last piece of gold, but it's in his stomach. So Ozzy has the bright idea that, you know, old man O'Grady would know what to do. And it turns out he didn't die from the stroke. He is now in a rest home across town. And that's where he's been for the past 10 years. So their plan for getting out of the house so they can go to the rest home to ask Mr. O'Grady, like, how do we kill this thing? is to throw a bunch of shoes outside to distract the leprechaun. Because if they throw the shoes out there, the leprechaun has to polish them. Which he does. (laughs) (laughs) Which he does. (laughs) So this plot works. Like, they throw the shoes out there. While he's polishing the shoes, Tori dries off, and she goes to the rest home to try to find Mr. O'Grady. But I guess he, they didn't throw enough shoes or something because he ends up following her on roller skates this time. <laughs> Again, just... I really do. I feel like they said, hey, we're going to find any and everything that a child would use for him to, to use in some type of ridiculous fashion. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Tori gets to the rest home. She goes in. There's a security guard asleep at the desk. So she just takes this clipboard and looks for O'Grady's room number. And she manages to get that without waking up the security guard. She goes down the hallway. Like, it's dark. It's creepy. She sees a shadow that looks like the leprechaun. <laughs> but it was just a broom. Oh, that, that's the, it's not supposed to be funny but it is because she <laughs> she literally stops because she sees the shadow and she is scared and then when she finally goes around the corner yeah it's a broom a mop 
in a book. <laughs> it's like, what? Okay. That she gets to the room and she starts asking uh, O'Grady how how they killed the leprechaun, like, but she doesn't see his face. He's facing the window in a wheelchair, sitting in a wheelchair. And of course, it's not O'Grady. It's the leprechaun because he just manages to get everywhere before them. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> it <laughs> makes no sense. How did he get here? Right. He was on skates. <laughs> she was in a car. But somehow he got there before her, had time to hide O'Grady, torture him, put him up in the, the ceiling of the elevator, <clears throat> all before she pulled up. Yeah, because, I mean, that, okay, that that never made, even as a kid, that never made sense to me watching this movie. Like, where where exactly did O'Grady come from? It, yeah, it, it, it never made sense. Like, no. where? And it's like, okay, you bring him back just to kill him? He has no type of, you know, true interaction again with the leprechaun. Like, like this is the guy who literally stole his gold, puts him in the crate, but he doesn't get any type of a real send off. It's just like, oh, he's a plot device at this point, right? So. Yeah, just just a lot of questions. So she takes off when she realizes it's the leprechaun. She takes off, runs for the elevator. Why you run for the elevator? Like, have you never watched a movie in your life? <laughs> like, you never run for the elevator. Well, did Tori look like the person who sit and watch movies? No. That's true. Probably not. <laughs> and, and and this is actually the part I was I was referencing earlier when I said about you know the leprechaun could have got drop kicked here because he's he's <laughs> right in this wheelchair hitting these corners like is like it's nothing if i was her i would have waited for him to come around one of the corners and just <laughs> kick the hell out of him like like but get running at that point like i'm a fight like okay hey. you, you chasing me down shoot I'm, I'm gonna give you a reason here's a here's a here's a cool yeah. foot right to the face exactly you could have taken, she could have gotten the broom and like just stuck the broom in the spokes when he exactly. came rolling down the hall. Exactly. You would have flipped out the wheelchair. Yeah. Had a, had a chance to send him flying and she didn't. She just ran into the elevator. So in the elevator, um, O'Grady falls out of the ceiling. How he got up there, we will never know. Um, and he's hurt but manages to tell her that the only way to kill a leprechaun is by using a four-leaf clover freshly plucked from the clover patch that's beside the well. And they have to put the clover on his body, and then that's how they can kill him. Then he dies. Then he dies. (laughs) Plot device. (laughs) He had no other purpose in this. (laughs) That was it. So Tori heads back to the house and starts looking through the clover patch for this four-leaf clover. And 
of course, the leprechaun arrives and ends up chasing her off into the woods. She runs to where the cop car was and thinks that help has arrived. But, of course, it hasn't. It's the dead cop. And she gets in the car because there's nowhere else to go. No, this, this dead cop, he gets a lot of screen time. He got more screen time than O'Grady. So. He got he got more screen time than the dad. <laughs> exactly. Like, what? But she's in this car. Leprechaun's still after her. She manages to um, stab him in the eye with, like, the cop's nightstick. And he chases her to the back seat. And then... While she's in the back seat, like trying to figure out how she's going to get out of the situation, he takes the cop's eye out and uses it to replace his own eye. So now he's like the creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Take pieces <laughs> from other people's bodies to regenerate himself. E- Good lord. Jeepers Creepers crossover, too. Well, could do that. Yeah, you could, but but see, oh well, you, then it falls into the whole plot with the old Grady's and the creeper working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it all works. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> all the pieces matter. God. Oh, oh, okay. I can do this with anything. <laughs> I, I I see <laughs> So while she's in the backseat um, Nathan and Ozzy Arrive just in time And they shoot him again Still Bullets don't work um, But we're going to just keep shooting him um, So they Rescue Tori from the back of the car And then the three of them head back over to that clover patch to keep searching for a four-leaf clover. And while they're looking, Alex, who I don't even know where he's been while they were running down there to rescue Tori, Alex decides that he can use the bear trap to catch the leprechaun. Which just makes no sense whatsoever. But Again. Alex is a kid, so I'm gonna let him slide on this. <laughs> yeah, but he, he tries to act like he's an adult, though. Yeah, he he knows enough to to go to a a pawn shop to get something appraised. So, right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. Uh, I was trying to I was trying to give him give him the benefit of the doubt on this one, but no. <laughs> This is a bad idea. But he thinks he can do it. So just as Tori is starting to lose hope about finding the clover, she finds it. It just she picks up a patch of plants and it's in her hand. Uh, So she finds it just in time because back over in the barn, the leprechaun is about to kill Alex because his plan to trap the leprechaun in a bear trap just fails miserably. Like the whole time he was trying to set the trap, the leprechaun was just like sitting up there watching him. <laughs> and he doesn't notice that he's sitting up there. 
So that plan goes left real quick. And um, the leprechaun's about to kill Alex when Nathan, Tori, and Ozzy arrive. So Ozzy, in this like last-ditch effort to save Alex, he tells the leprechaun that the last gold coin is in his stomach and runs off. And uh, the leprechaun like chases after him. And Alex runs behind them to try to save Ozzy. You know, Ozzy is the true villain of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he really is the true villain of this entire movie. Because if he never swallowed that gold coin, everything that happens at the end of this movie doesn't happen. Yeah. So... This really could have been resolved when Tori gave him the gold back, if not for Ozzy swallowing that coin. And then he basically tries to sacrifice himself, basically. <laughs> it's like, what? So, yeah, he runs off, essentially sacrificing himself to save Alex. Alex runs behind them trying to save Ozzy. And the leprechaun, like, takes the buckle off his shoe and starts cutting Ozzy to try to get the coin back. Could have just waited a few hours and let him, (laughs) you know, let it come out another way. But, hey, he wanted it right then and there, I guess. Yeah, he, he didn't have time for that. He needs that coin now. So... Alex has the four-leaf clover now, so he takes a piece of gum, wraps the clover around it, and uses his slingshot to shoot it into the leprechaun's mouth. Which works, because he starts choking and, like... He's, like, choking and disintegrating. Like, he already looked like he was rotting from the inside, but... <laughs> It just, he basically starts to melt like the Wicked Witch of the West at this point. Um, (laughs) Uh, And and how convenient that he's right next to the wheel. Right. Conveniently, he falls right into the well. And I hope nobody ever drinks that water again because it's not going to be good. Well, I mean... He, he he fought, but he doesn't. He's still trying to cling on, <laughs> right? <laughs> so in our final scene, like he's still trying to crawl back up the well, saying he wants his gold. And Nathan knocks him back down the well, pours gasoline down there, and then lights it, blowing up the well. You gotta make sure. You gotta make sure he's all the way dead. So. Yep, which, of course, there are, like, 19 sequels to this, so we know he's not. (laughs) Well, well, okay, so I have a theory about that. Um, Are we sure it's the same leprechaun? You know what? No. The only only one that we know for sure it is the same one is the one from uh, the two Hood movies. We know we know mm-hmm. that, yeah. But I don't think the leprechaun that that's in one is the same one that's in two. 
And I have a theory that the one that's in three is actually the one that's from the hood movies. Mm. Because of the because of the whole necklace thing and him being you know him being in stone, so I have that theory with that. And then the one from four, I don't know where he came from because he's in he's in damn space. So, <laughs> so I I don't know where he came from. We might have to watch the rest of these and break this whole thing down, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I put like this: the the second movie. Is is a mess. I mean, this the, this one is a mess too. But the second movie, I mean, because the real villain of that movie is is the character Morty. He he's the true villain of that movie, and true. he he just a he's just a scammer through and through with that. But but yeah, this, this franchise is ridiculous. Absolutely. So on that note, so we finished our recap. We always like to end these with do you think do you think this one is bad bad or bad good? Well, okay, so I I will say this that it is it's bad good. It it actually is. I mean because it did spawn a, a franchise and it you I, you don't get a a franchise to a series like this if the first one is not good even even if it's bad you know but if it's if it's not entertaining this movie is entertaining and because it, I mean, it's ridiculous it's over the top but it is entertaining henceforth why we did start to get sequels and if i'm correct on this i think that this is the only one that actually played in movie theaters, or it might have been the second one. And then after that, they go straight to the video. <laughs> yeah, I know this one was definitely in the theaters. I think the second one was in theaters too. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure on that either. But, uh, but after I know, I know from part three on that none yeah. of them was in the theater. Yeah, that was the the straight to VHS stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. What 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 do you say? I would say I I'm gonna agree with that. I I think it's bad, good. Like it's, it is definitely terrible. <laughs> but I think it's it's one of those movies that's terrible in a good way. Like it's so bad, it's funny. Yeah. It's, it's 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 like Roadhouse. I mean, it it is 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 so bad that it's good. Yeah, and it did make like for 1993, it made a pretty good amount of money. Like their budget was a million, it made 8.6 million in theaters. So it, it did okay. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good amount, you know, to make back yeah. and everything. So that's how you warrant sequels, right? And and. I think they learned too that this franchise does not work without Warwick Davis because when you get those mm-hmm. two random ones that doesn't feature him at all, people did not like those movies at all because he is the leprechaun. He's he's like what Robert England is to the Nightmare on Elm Street series. It doesn't work yeah. without them. Yeah, yeah. He definitely carried this whole movie. Yeah, and it, and it's funny too because Jennifer Aniston 
disowns this movie. She never talks about it. So. Yeah. She should, though. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, it took a long time before Kevin Bacon acknowledged Friday the 13th. So who knows? Maybe at some point she'll be like, yeah, I, yeah. Leprechaun. Yes, I, I did it at the beginning of my career. You know, we, I, I, like I said, I don't understand why these actors, why they do that with certain movies. But they I do. know. Yeah. Embrace it, Jennifer Aniston. It was your first movie role. Just just embrace it. Go with it. It, it. It's the precursor to to her Rachel character. Tori is Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Fall into the first. She is that character in this movie. Yeah, Tori is definitely the Rachel type. So, yeah, just 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 embrace it. I'm pretty sure this is probably what got her friends. But... Right. If she hadn't done this, she may never have been Rachel. So she should yeah. embrace it. Exactly. Embrace it. So. But that is it for our recap of Leprechaun. Um, definitely a bad, good movie. So you should check it out. Yes, definitely check it out. I think it's on it's on Peacock or it's on Yeah, Peacock has most of them, so you could definitely uh do a marathon of these if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, just just to see the ridiculousness of, of where this franchise what road it goes down and you know, and, and see him yeah. end up in space. Leprechaun in space. I haven't even seen that one, so that's the that is the first thing I'm doing after we we wrap this up. I'm going to watch that one. <laughs> Maybe you can figure out wh- how exactly he ended up because they never really explain how he ends up in space. So yeah, n- now I need to know. So I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but this was this was for definitely people. Yes, check if you've never seen 1993 Leprechaun, definitely check it out. Yes, yes, please do. All right, well that is it for us. So uh, stay tuned for more episodes of Bad Meaning Bad or Bad Meaning Good. We'll be back soon. <laughs>